You're listening to Skywave Radio. This is Digging the Dirt, the allotment show with Russ and Jake. And welcome to the show. I'm Russ, and are you there, Jake? I'm here loud and clear, Russ. Good. Great to be back. Good to hear. It's gone quick, hasn't it, this last month? Oh, it's flown by. It, well, time flies when you're having fun, they say. Well, it does, yeah. So, tell me, what have you been up to in the old allotment and in the garden since we last uh, were on air? Oh, busy, busy month. Um, so, well, in the garden I've sown lots of wildflowers. I've turned all my raised beds over to wildflowers at home now that um, I grow everything up at plots. Yes. Um, so I've sown, sown cornflowers, a particular favourite of mine. Oh, they're nice, uh, so, yeah. Chives and basil, um, planted out my French and runner beans and courgettes and squashes. Yes, yeah. Um, the straw- strawberry bed that I planted up newly, that's flowering superbly. I tell um, you what, yeah, mm. I, I've noticed. I, I split all mine earlier in the year and planted yeah. them out. And it's amazing, isn't it, when you split the, the, the plants, Absolutely. how many individual plants you get there. And yeah. but the flowers are absolutely phenomenal at the moment. So I'm oh, just fingers Yeah, it totally crossed. rejuvenates them. Uh, yeah, yeah, but there's so many and real big flowers and a few fruits are just about coming now. So Ooh, yeah. I'm uh, ever so hopeful, really. Yes. That, um, yeah. Uh, come uh, Wimbledon and whatever, yeah. we'll be uh, we'll be picking them and enjoying them. I think. Oh, dead right. Yeah, That's I'll be good. netting. Fairly soon to make sure the birds are eatable. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Just when they get to a certain size, you've got to make sure you do that. Uh, do you put straw underneath them or, or not? Um, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, uh, it stops them from rotting, doesn't it? it? It does. Yeah, I do that quite quite. I do that with courgettes actually as well. Funny enough, so I don't know Ooh, if you do. But, yeah, uh, good idea. For the same. Uh, I know. I know. With um, squash and things, I sometimes put planks of wood underneath. Oh, uh, well, yeah. small put small pieces of wood yeah. just to lift them off the ground to stop them rotting. Now I never grow that many squash actually, so um, right. Um, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. I never really know what to do with them. You know what I mean? So right. uh, that, that's well, we use them a lot in roast veg, so um, yeah. it's quite yeah. a staple of our diet. So I, I grow as many butternut squash as I can, yeah. and this year instead of growing uh, massive pumpkins, yes, uh, we're seem to go off um, well before the two of us can eat them. I've, I've grown uh, American squashes, which are quite a bit smaller, but very similar, and oh, I'm sure they'll be just as tasty. Yeah, yeah, terrific. And tell me, the uh, your bedroom number three was packed full of uh, seedlings, yeah. I think, last time. What's the state of it now? Is it, uh, is it back it's, to normal? Or? It's back to normal, yeah. I've is just it? got a few things still hard enough going in and out of the greenhouse, but yeah. uh, most things are outside and ready to plant out next week at half to term. Yeah, and there were labels. I think you, you haven't troubled your labels. Did all the ink... <laughs> Did they all the ink run? Do you know what you've got there now? Is the thing? Yeah, um, most things. Yeah, I've got a few few uh, trays of flowers, but they'll be they'll, they'll be a nice surprise when they come out to see what they are. <laughs> I recognise the cosmos, but apart from that, uh, yeah. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> oh god! So, um, well, it'll be no surprise anyway. You won't do that again, anyway. No, that's how we, exactly. how we learn, isn't it? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And on on my plot, I think I just mentioned I just before uh, the show, I went down the plot to do, yeah. uh, well, just to potter about, really. 
and yeah. uh, got absolutely nothing done. So I got chatting as you do. <laughs> so um, I'll have to pop back down there. And uh, trouble is, I've forgotten what I was going to go down there and do now. But uh, it'll come oh, to me so when I to do. <laughs> <laughs> when I get down there. But everything's doing pretty well, except for me garlic. Yeah. I've got a problem with me garlic. I don't know what's happened to it, but it's not looking right. too healthy. I don't know. It's kind of what, yellowing, so looking a bit thin. A bit straggly, right. and um, I don't really know what's going on there, but I'll leave it and just see. Um, yeah, see I know we've been short of water. What kind of uh, feed have you put in there? Well, it's just the the, the compost that I produce yeah. naturally on the on the allotment. Really, nothing, right, uh, yeah. nothing extra. You know, um, I suppose they could they could be given an e extra boost if you wanted to uh, got, feed uh, them a bit. Yeah, I've got some uh, chicken pellets there. I might yeah. uh, might give them a whirl. I think so. Uh, that's a good idea. That's yeah, what I, what I might do there. So apart from that, as we said, the strawberries are looking great. The salad yeah. leaves are just about ready for picking. Uh, oh yeah, uh, it's and, exciting time that. Yeah, and of course the the thing, the runner beans. When those sticks go up. And the runner beans go in. That's a big turning point, I think. Summer's really yeah. sort of on, on its way. Now, do you use bamboo sticks or are you a bean pole man there? Um, I use uh, bamboo sticks, but yeah. uh, I much prefer the look of bean poles. A friend of mine, Andy, who's got a couple of plots just across the uh, track from uh, our plots, yes. uh, he's used bean poles and they look really attractive. I think they look great, like Monty does as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, the, the ones he uses are. So um, substantial, aren't they, really? Yeah. And they do look good. I don't know where you can get them from, actually. I have to have a search online, he, he, I think. He probably grows his own. <laughs> well, yeah, of course you can. He's got plenty of, plenty of room there, isn't he, really? So, uh, yeah. so they're out, the old runner beans, which is good. The broad yeah. beans are looking good yeah. as well. Lots of um, flour there, as we said yeah. uh, before. Everything's looking, uh, looking pretty good there. And mm. I think we've got a little question later on in the uh, in the program about uh, broad beans yeah. and black fly. So we'll leave that perhaps for yeah. then. Um, what else have I got out? Uh, sugar snap peas are doing well. Um, ordinary peas, carrots as well coming up. And I've just yeah. started the second sowing of those as well. Oh, successional, excellent. Yeah, yeah. So to keep, uh, so we don't just get a glut of them all there. Um, yeah. I've got chard coming up. Spinach, oh, lovely colours. Beetroot, yeah, yeah. And I grow that uh, chigoa, Ch chigoa. Ah, I Ch grow that as well. Ch I grow that <laughs> and um, boltardi as well. Yeah, so you get the lovely white stripes throughout, and it looks yeah. absolutely brilliant, doesn't it? Really, on the on the plates, yeah. you know. And really uh, tasty as well. It is, yeah, yeah. And how are your potatoes doing? Oh, they, well, the the earlys are uh, are flying up, so yeah. I've uh, mulched, mulched those a bit to uh, to stop them going green. Yeah, yeah, that's what you got to watch because uh, they get a bit poisonous there if you yeah. uh, if you start to do that. So uh, yeah, I've been earthing mine up. Mine are second earlys, so um, so they're mm -hmm. popping through uh, nicely there at the moment. And yeah. I was just talking. I mentioned I've, I've just been down on my allotment now and uh, nattering away as you do. And my colleague yeah. there, or my neighbour on the allotment, was showing me his uh, courgette plants, which look great, actually. And mine yeah. are just out there now, uh, and just, in, yeah. just in flower. But I was reading yeah. that you can grow them vertically. You can stake them. Ah, and instead of yeah, sprawling all idea. over the ground, which, of course, they do and take up a lot of room, you can stake yes. them and start to tie them up. So I'm going to try that. Yeah. 
this year, I think... That's an excellent idea for people with smaller gardens as it well, is. isn't it? Yeah, I think you've got to be careful because the stems mm-hmm. are pretty um, uh, fragile, aren't they? Yeah. Because they're kind yeah. of hollowish uh, stems there. But uh, yeah. And it's supposed to be more productive as well because there's more right. air getting around there and more exposed. Except... Less chance of them rotting as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to... I haven't got that many, so I'm going right. to... Uh, Give that a little whirl, I think. So it's a busy old time at the moment, isn't it? Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, sorry. Uh, Go on, sorry, Russ. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I was just going to have a look at uh, some things I've spotted in the news, actually. Oh, but, right, yeah, um, yeah. Now, one thing that you reminded of me of uh, just at the end of the last show, or when the show yeah. was finished, which was Gardener's Question Time. And uh, yeah. Eric Robson had... Um, has retired from the show. Yeah, for a lot of people, he's been the uh, the voice of gardening for many years now, yes. hasn't he? Is it about 25 years? 25 years, yeah. Yeah. Incredible, really. And it, it's just, it, you're right, it is that voice, isn't it? As soon as it comes yeah. on, you know, you know who it is and what it's all about. And uh, Yeah, when, when I'm driving home from work on a Friday, I listen, I, I listen every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's been taken over his job by Kathy Cluggs, and I think she was a newsreader, wasn't she, on... Radio 4, if I'm not... Uh, yeah, I believe mistaken. so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I know we talk uh, a little bit about what's on the telly, uh, yeah. gardening-wise, as, as part of the show. And um, But we shouldn't remember good old uh, radio, of course. That's where we are. And Gardener's Question yeah. time on uh, Fridays, 3 o'clock. So if you... If you like Jake, you can tune in then, but I, I get, you can get it any time now on the, the Sounds app. Oh, you can, definitely. On, on the BBC. Um, and I read, actually, talking of um, allotments and just popping down there, uh, some allotments are getting a little bit uh, lost to uh, development these days. I don't know whether you... Yeah, that's a tragedy, isn't it? Yeah. You've come across any of these at all, but um, there was a... Um, an allotment, uh, Walsall allotments in right. um, Birmingham, and they were under yeah. threat due to, I think, the, the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham in 2022. Right. Yeah. And I think where the Games are going to be held is mm-hmm. um, on or very close to this um, uh, allotment uh, plots there. Yeah. Uh, and it seems that the, the, you know, the Allotment Act and all this doesn't really protect our lovely allotments, really. So they, they got a petition up, thankfully. Yeah. And it's been uh, only just, I think, only just um, overturned that decision oh, there. Oh, that's brilliant. That's you know, brilliant that they've overturned that. Uh, yeah. And, and I think there was a similar one in, in London, which was, I think, the oldest allotments in London, uh, uh, yeah. Northfield allotments. And the same thing happened there, and that's been overturned. Mm-hmm. But there's one going on at the moment, which is um, Wellersbourne allotments that's in Warwickshire and I believe the land is being sold by the Church of England for social housing and uh, so that's another one currently under threat at the moment and I think they might have a petition so if anybody's um, yeah wants to help save some of our allotments that's uh, Wellersbourne allotments in Warwickshire I think if you look on Facebook you might be able to find them there and they've got a petition up to try and uh, Save their lovely plots, really. So um, let's hope lots of people support them and, and sign that petition because yeah. uh, we, we need allotments to survive in this country, not just for us, but also it's good for the wildlife. It is it's good for saving our impact on, on the planet, um, and it'd be an absolute tragedy to, to lose them. 
It, it is, and and it's good for everybody's well-being as well, isn't it? You know, it's uh, exactly feel-good kind of factor. But I don't think it's all good news. I, I read um, mm. Rochdale is in my mind. I don't know whether right. this, this is right. Where they have decided to um, uh, open up quite a number mm-hmm. of of new allotments there. You know, so it's not mm-hmm. all kind of bad news. But yeah. We certainly don't want to uh, don't want to lose any. Well, it's interesting what you say about the sort of health and uh, well-being side of gardening, because well, as you know, I teach horticulture at a special school, yes. and today we planted out a, a new border. And to see those young people so happy and proud of what they've achieved this afternoon, it was wonderful. Exactly, yeah. And they're outside, aren't they? They're in the yeah. fresh air, and there's, there's nothing better than that, is there? And when they, uh, you know, when it all, sort mm. of, all the produce starts coming through, I mean, it's uh, a great, even for us, isn't it? It's a great thrill, yeah. isn't it? When you grow something from seed, especially yeah. something like I'm thinking of... Uh, uh, sweet corn, something like that. Yeah, and then yeah. you know you got this tiny little seed, and you you know you nurture it, and you get your seedlings, and yeah. you harden them off, and you plant them out, and then the next thing, midsummer, they're like seven foot tall, aren't they? Six foot tall, these fantastic plants. Yeah. So, for uh, me, there's nothing more exciting than that. It is. It's 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 great, really. Now, talking of um, schools, Jake, I don't know if you're aware of this one. It's the um, school gardening big soup share have you come across that at all i heard a little bit about it earlier in the week but could you fill us in a bit more there Ross? Uh, yeah well what it's what it is it's an rhs campaign uh, yeah and it's a campaign for school gardenings and it's called the big soup share not easy to say uh, big soup mm-hmm. share they have done it again um <laughs> and it what it's for it's for schools and community groups so it's just up your street Really Absolutely. is this one, and um, you can register for it now. Registration, it's all free, so you sign up now. Uh, you can download your event pack, um, and the event isn't happening until the seventh of October, so seventh to the thirteenth of October. So it's a little way off yet, of course. Um, but they they want you to register now, get your pack. Um, you get growing all through the summer. And then during this week in October, you uh, prepare a soup for uh, with all your produce that you've grown. uh, Invite people along, go out into the community, whatever you want to do. And um, yeah, it just sounds like a great kind of program and and great to get kids involved and uh, and all the rest of it really. So um, well, I'll I'll definitely be signing my school up for that uh, because we'll we'll be having a giant pumpkin competition. So ah yeah, so it'll be something to do with all those pumpkins to make a massive soup for the community. It was, and of course they. Love all that, won't they, really? So uh, that's yeah. good. So if you go on the internet and search yep. for Big Soup Share, the RSH campaign, Big Soup Share, you'll find everything there. Sign up, get your pack, and you're away. We'd better remind people, you're listening to Dig in the Dirt. It's the allotment show with Russ and Jake, and we are on Skywave Radio. Now, TV, of course. Beach Grove, we've got to talk about that, yeah. Jake. Oh, the best gardening program on television. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> it's still, I'm still missing uh, good old Jim. Exactly. Actually yeah. there when he comes in and uh, introduces the show. But uh, the show goes on, doesn't it, as they, as it they does. say. It does. Carol's doing a great job. It is, yeah. And it looks like they've got a few kind of guest presenters, haven't they, coming in and out? Uh, yeah, it does, yeah. Now, there was one um, I watched a couple of weeks ago and... Um, 
who was on, I think, last year with her Market Garden in Aberdeenshire, so it's not far away from the from the studios there. And, yeah. uh, and that's a lady called Rosa Bevan. And, and she's got this mm-hmm. great Market Garden, as we said, in, in Aberdeen. And so she did a little presenting on the show. And Kirsty Wilson was on, yeah. uh, I think, last week, uh, who works for the uh, Botanical Gardens in Edinburgh. Uh, and oh, yeah, enough, that was a great slot. That. Yeah, and she was talking about vertical gardening there, wasn't she? Mm, uh, yeah. If, if you remember, she, just a different way to grow in small spaces and, and stuff like absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe that's the... I'm just thinking back again about these courgettes, you know, and uh, growing them yeah. vertically yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to give that a whirl. Uh, so that's Beach Grove, and that is BBC Scotland, 8pm on Thursdays, and you can mm-hmm. also catch it on Sundays, uh, BBC Two, at 12.30pm. Uh, or if you like, Jake, you can catch up on uh, the iPlayer, isn't it, Jake? Is it the iPlayer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah BBC iPlayer, yeah. That's right. And watch it at your leisure there. So, uh, and next up we've got Gardener's World, of course, of still course, going. yeah. There. Uh, did you see Lovely the Malvern? Nigel. <laughs> With Nigel. <laughs> and what, what's the other dog called, Nigel and? Uh, oh, is it Nelly? Nelly. That's right. Yeah. The younger one, isn't it, of the two? Yeah. Nelly, of course. Yeah. And, of course, they were at the Malvern show uh, the yeah. other week as well. Looked a bit cold and wet, a bit blowy. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit blowy. It like uh, c- certain other days recently as well. It is. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and that looks, I've never been to, to Malvern, but it's on my list to, to yeah. go to one of these, uh, one of these days. It looks a great setting, doesn't it, with the Malvern Hills there at the background and everything. It certainly does, yeah. Um, and like, yeah. Uh, obviously you're talking about TV programmes. Yes. Uh, something that's come, a couple of things have come to my attention recently. One, the fabulous Christine Walden, she does um, yes. glorious gardens from above, which is a, a bi- bizarre but wonderful pro- it is. program it, where she flies in a hot air balloon. <laughs> she does. I think that they repeats, or is that a new, a new series? No. I believe there's a new series on. Is but, it? Um, uh, you can watch it on iPlayer anyway because it's yeah. on at ten to eight on a Sunday morning, which is rather early. It is, especially if you're um, playing the day before, Jake. I know. The rock and roll. Absolutely. And <laughs> rock stuff. and roll lifestyle, yeah. yeah. So, and the other one was yeah. uh, the A to Z of gardening, which it, which are repeats. Yeah, they're always uh, great to watch. Yeah. Oh, they're superb. They're, they're shown at 5.25 on BBC Wales, but you can catch them all on, all on iPlayer as well. <laughs> Jake, have, have you got shares in iPlayer? <laughs> you have to I t- wish I had. <laughs> I don't know if you, you can have shares in iPlayer, but if if they're out there, I'm sure you've got them. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So, and, and actually, Christi, I met Christine Walton a couple of years ago. You know, she yeah. she did a fantastic talk in some gardens down in Shropshire. Uh, very, yeah. there's only about twenty people there. Very intimate sort of thing. Uh, and what a great mm. lady she is, and a great chat. Yeah. And we had a walk around the gardens together. She was taking lots of photographs and and everything fantastic. else, and uh, a great. Great, great lady there. I do enjoy it. And she yeah. sort of says says it as it is, doesn't she, really? You know. Dead right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. um, yeah another gardening hero. And she's got uh, a cracking accent as well. I love she the has. way she talks. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and, and her story is great. I think I've got a book by her somewhere. 
And right. uh, and her story is great, actually, how she'd gone to garden. She had so many allotments, I think. It was incredible. When, when wow. she was very young, you know, uh, yeah. she sort of got into garden at a very, very, very young age, which is fantastic, really. So, mm, uh, definitely. Yeah. It's probably so why she's got such a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, catch Christine up in the sky in her hot yeah. air balloon and the A to Z of gardening. And, um, yeah, and, and back to Gardener's World. There was one thing on that Malvern. Uh, show really which was a sculpture that they'd shown in um, the Garden of Quiet Contemplation and I oh been, that was stunning wasn't it just I mean it was yeah. uh, what the sculpture was called the Zephyr the Mistress of the Wind by um, it's by Simon Gudgeon and what a stunning sculpture that was I'm I've been looking for years and years for something for my back garden here and you kind of know it, don't you, when you see it, yeah. you know, what, what will fit and what you, you know, what, what was in your mind, really. But that was just perfect for me, yeah. really. So, um, yeah, that, that was just the, the best there. So if, if anybody wants to see that, just, just search online for uh, Zephyr, the Mistress of the Wind uh, by uh, Simon Gudgeon. Uh, and that was at the Malvern show, and you'll see what I mean. It was just a beautiful, all made up of um, uh, metalwork, wasn't it? All leaves. Yeah. And the movement in it um, oh, stunning. was was amazing, wasn't it, really? Yeah. So, uh, I, I love that when art, because um, I, I think putting together a garden is a work of art in itself. Yeah. So when other other forms of art are brought into garden gardening, it really joins the art forms together. I love it. It, it, it does, doesn't it, really? And, I mean, it's just like a palette of colours, isn't it, really? Yeah. And, you got, and you can change it every year. And uh, mm -hmm. and if you've got pots, of course, you can move everything around. Can't you? It's very easy yeah. to do that with all the different combinations. And, and did you see, actually, I think it was on the same show um, on Gardener's World, um, some allotments in Beau Maris in Anglesey. Did you see that Oh, one? yeah. That was amazing. Quite a challenging place, I should imagine, to um, garden. Well, They've worked around it, haven't they? Incredible, because they must get terrific um, winds there coming in off the sea and the salt yeah. and everything else. Incredibly Absolutely. difficult. But what a setting that was, just under yeah. the walls of that beautiful uh, castle, really. Um, and yeah. something else and that the chapel should... a vineyard. Uh, yes, they did, didn't they? Of course. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and uh, breaking out the wine. Yeah. As well. So, <laughs> so anybody... that's my kind of gardening. Yes. <laughs> Do you have any vines at all? Uh, Jake, um, I you... don't actually know, but uh, it might be something I invest in in future. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, my sort of next door neighbour on the allotment, uh, he's got some vines there, and they uh, they look great. And I think he's got some in some in the greenhouse and some outside, and they both do really. Very, very well, you know. So, um, yeah. So, I never see any wine, mine. I must remind you right. last time I see <laughs> so. Well, the Romans used to grow uh, grow vineyards in Britain when they were here. So, it, we've obviously got a climate that can grow particularly white, white wine grapes. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I think my hometown in, of Shrewsbury in Shropshire, yeah. not far from there, is uh, an old Roman... Uh, city that, that that was, and there yeah. is a um, a wine growing area there now at, uh, at Roxeter. So it looks yeah. looks great, really, really good. And something else on that show was uh, the charity Headway, which oh, is yeah. phenomenal, a, a, such mm. a great charity, really. Yeah. And they Headway, for those that don't know, is a uh, a charity for uh, people with uh, brain injuries, the Brain Injury Association, and they've got these 
gardening areas now for their um, uh, gardening projects, I should say. And yeah. uh, they're all across the country. I think they featured Darlington. I might be right or uh, wrong there, but uh, I think Darlington was the one that featured on, on the program. But yeah. they've got them in Derby, so near to you, uh, yeah. I think, Jake. Uh, they got them in Cambridgeshire, uh, the Thames Valley, uh, Lanarkshire up in Scotland, Cardiff in South East Wales, Herefordshire as well. And uh, and they're just there. The aim of these gardens are just to help um, reduce depression uh, with these yeah. people, uh, improve their self-esteem, etc. Mm-hmm. And, um, and just companionship as well, really. Just yeah. to meet people and get a bit of confidence up, really. So yeah. if anybody's interested in those or know anybody that might benefit uh, from those, or and they're always looking for, for volunteers as well. Just contact your nearest headway. Um, that's the Brain Injury Association, Headway. And uh, just look on their website. That's headway.org.uk. Headway.org.uk. Absolutely um, brilliant course. And they do they do a fantastic uh, a fantastic job. In fact, my mum many many years ago uh, mm. volunteered for for Headway. Uh, brilliant. Back in, back in Shrewsbury, and uh, always remember her uh, talking about her time there, and she thoroughly uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. So uh, so good on them get getting into gardening. And, Absolutely. Uh, of course, we're into Chelsea. Oh, yeah, that season again. It, yeah. it is, yeah. So that's just kind of uh, started on the on the TV. So don't tell me, Jake, we can get it on the iPlayer. <laughs> How did you guess? <laughs> <laughs> hours and hours of it, really. But it, it's great, isn't it? But it, it yeah. just looks so, so incredibly busy, really, for me. Yeah. You, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know but, what you mean. Uh, yeah, definitely. But uh, it's one of those things that we've uh, you've got to go to, isn't it, really? So Yeah, uh, I'll do it... Probably when I've retired, I'll do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think you need probably need a couple of days, don't you, really, to get yeah. to to do it justice, really. Um, and the I think my favourite that I've seen so far is the Welcome to Yorkshire Garden. Have you seen that one? Welcome oh to Yorkshire. yeah. I mean, it's a that, gold medal winner. Yeah, stunning. Uh, Mark Gregory's yeah, uh, the designer there with the canal and the lock and uh, and everything else. So that. Yeah. I mean, it just looks like it's been there. For a hundred years, doesn't it? I mean, it's just yeah. It's like it, it's like they work magic. These people. It is, and I mean, how long do they do they have to put these gardens together? It's just a, a matter of weeks, isn't it? I think. Yeah, it is. three weeks maximum, something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Mister Ishihara, I think he won gold as well mm-hmm. for his green switch garden, and yeah. um, with those moss balls. Did you see those? Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, we were talking about moss, weren't we? When we when we were having a chat about um, yeah, we were Monty's travels in Japan, yeah. wasn't it? And and they were taking all oh, the just, moss loans. Yeah, they were just taking the same care, weren't they? Mm, yeah. Over those, just just uh, combing them through with uh, was it straw or something like that? Yeah, uh, just to get and all the weeding bits. out the grass. Yeah, incredible, really. And uh, something else that caught me eye was Summerdale Garden Nursery. They were in the uh, the floral uh, pavilion there with their display of primulas. Yeah. I absolutely love primulas, so, and uh, yeah. th- that was just fantastic. So uh, I-, I don't know how they did in in the medals, but uh, the, mm-hmm. the 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 primulas, the range they had was just phenomenal. Really, yeah. yeah. So there we go. Oh, and green fingers. 
Green Fingers charity. Oh, yeah. They won't go. So we again, I think we mentioned those on the last show. Yeah, uh, we did. Remember. Yeah. So another great organisation um, uh, putting in gardens in uh, hospices uh, yeah. around the uh, country and children's hospices. And uh, so they had a, a lovely um, garden there designed by Kate Gould. Mm. And I was so chuffed for I've been following them on uh, Facebook, all the build yeah. and, and, and everything else there. And uh, so they've got, uh, they've got gold as well. So they'll be uh, very well pleased, done, I should think, about that. Definitely. Yeah. So um, there's plenty of other garden shows out there. Have you got any mm-hmm. um, events coming up you can share with us, Jake? Yeah, uh, one that I mentioned last month, but it, it does go over into June, is uh, Gardening Scotland. It's the 20th anniversary uh, Gardening Scotland at the Royal Highland Centre in Edinburgh. Ah, that's right. Yes. Uh, yep. And I'll bet any money that Big Jim will be there. He will. Um, he would have also, been there on the first day, I reckon, yeah. Oh, he certainly would, yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, there's uh, Gardening for Wildlife at uh, Sculpture by the Lakes in Dorset on the 13th of June. Great. Um, Gardener's World Live, of course, yeah. at Birmingham NEC, 13th to the 16th. I've been there a few times. Yeah, it? I've only I been... I love that show. Yeah, I've only been to that one the once, actually, and it yeah. was good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a big site, isn't it, to get, to get around, but uh, all sorts yes, of things there. Is, yeah. Great fun, really. Oh, definitely. And you can and, get... Oh, just one thing I, yeah. I wanted to mention was... Yeah. In uh, May's Gardener's World magazine, if yeah. you if people haven't got it, there's a two-for-one ticket for hundreds of gardens around the country. So if oh, you buy terrific. May's magazine in, in um, uh, as a paper copy, not online, yes. you get the two-for-one card so you can get into hundreds of gorgeous gardens for, for half price. Oh, brilliant. And th- does that cover the whole of this year? Right to the uh, it, it, co- it co- covers the whole of the coming year, and it's Northern Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and England. Oh, terrific. Oh, that's a bargain. Yeah. Go and hunt that out then. Yeah, get Definitely. a copy. Get one for me, Jake, while you're at it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Any others? Uh, I think that's, that's it for the events that I spotted. I, I um, but Have you got a few there, Russ? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we've got uh, here, 1st and 2nd of June, we've got the plant... Hunters Fair, that's uh, Hodnett Hall Garden. So back down to Shropshire, my uh, mm-hmm. old home county, and uh, Hodnett Gardens is a beautiful place um, down there, so well worth a trip mm. uh, to that. There's the uh, Rare Plant Fair um, down in Monmouth, that's the 2nd of June. Um, there's the Chatsworth Show as well uh, coming up. Ah, uh, just down the road from me. Just down the road from you. That looks great, actually, doesn't it? They're a lovely setting. Yeah. So that's the RHS Chatsworth Flower Show. That's the 5th to the 9th of June. That's near Bakewell, isn't it, Chatsworth? Um, yeah, beautiful I believe. place. Yeah. Uh, there's the Garden Show at Stansted Park, uh, Roland's Castle in Hampshire, and that's the 7th to the 9th of June. Um, what else we got? We've got another Plant Hunters Fair at Bosworth Battlefield Heritage Centre. That's the 8th of June from 10 o'clock. Um, we've got Norton Priory Museum and Gardens. That's another Plant Hunters Fair, 9th of June. Um, Gardeners Live, as we mentioned, that's the 13th to the 16th there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you can just get there on the train, can't you? And Yeah, uh, you can, yeah. Get the old shuttle in and, uh, and you're spot on there. Um, what else we got? Blenheim Palace Flower Show. So another lovely location oh, yeah. there. Blenheim Beautiful. Palace Woodstock in Oxfordshire. That is on the 21st to the 23rd of June. 
And Arley Hall Gardens, that's near to Northwich in Cheshire, so not far from me. That's the Arley Gardens Festival. And the Woburn Abbey Garden Show, that's on the 22nd to the 23rd of June. So another another lovely setting there. Oh, definitely. And what else have we got? We have got uh, Beddington Lordship Gardens, that's in Stevenage in Hertfordshire. Um, and that is open 29th and the 30th of June from uh, 12 till 5. And my local village, we've got uh, Shevington, my local village here. We've got Shevington in bloom, and they'll have um, a little stand at our village fate, and that is on the 22nd of June. So, oh, that's uh, amazing. So they'll be raising a bit of money so uh, yeah. they can make all the village look... Uh, Look terrific, really, for uh, for Britain in Bloom, and they do really well. They've they've won gold a couple of times yeah. for that, and uh, and best everybody in what every involved everybody involved in that. I'd like to wish you the best of luck, and I'm sure you'll come up uh, gold again. Oh, they, I'm sure they will. They work so hard, you know, and it's all yeah. volunteers, as you know. Yeah. And you you probably did you see the the program on the TV um, about Britain in Bloom and. Um, yeah, it's a community spirit once again. It, isn't it is really, and I tell you what, it does transform um, the, the the village. It just brightens yeah. it up, cleans the place up as well, and, yeah. and it's just a joy to to, to walk through um, all these places where they do these uh, events. And my um, my hometown of Shrewsbury, I yeah. mean, massive scale compared to the village yeah. here, and they absolutely go to town. I mean, it's phenomenal. Uh, really, and uh, and of course they got the heritage there. A Percy Thrower, that's his old uh, town as well. Wow. You see, so there's a lot of heritage with uh, with gardening in the old town of uh, of Shrewsbury. So yeah, um, right then. Um, again, we just remind people you're listening to Skywave Radio. This is Digging the Dirt, the allotment show with Russ and Jake, and it's about time we had a couple of. Questions, I think. Oh, uh, nice one. There. So I've got one here from Jane, who was listening in last time from Chester. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane has sent a message to say, can you give any tips on keeping plants watered in the greenhouse while I'm away on a holiday? What do you think of that? Right. Uh, well, you shouldn't go away, should you, really? You should uh, go for winter sun. Um, but <laughs> realistically, um, uh, just a few things I, I thought of about that were, one, if you use a soil-based compost rather than a multi-purpose, it will yes. hold on to moisture for longer. It does. It uh, dries out, doesn't it? If you get Yeah, it the, does. Um, yeah, yeah. I tend to mix the two together, actually. Yeah, that's uh, a good idea. Yeah, I, uh, I tell you why. Another, well, sorry. I, I tell you why I do that. I'm, by trade, I'm a microbiologist, you see, ah, way, yes. way back. And, and everybody talks about the microbes in the soil. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this, that, and the other. And and a few years ago, I just got thinking, we, we grow it in all this uh, sterile compost that we buy from yeah. wherever, and mm-hmm. then we we put it into our plot or our back garden or pots yeah. or whatever. Uh, totally different soil and soil yeah. structure and all that kind of thing. So right. um, once I start potting them on, I have a mix of the um, compost that you buy, you know, from yeah. your garden centre, but mix it in with um, soil from wherever I'm going to mm-hmm. plant it out. 
So brilliant idea. You know, you're bringing all those microorganisms in now. Yeah. Whether whether that's my crazy mind or not, or whether there's anything in it, or, I it just makes don't perfect know. sense to me because the traditional way in the old days, before we started using lots of uh, peat in compost, was yeah. to have seed beds, wasn't it? Monty was talking yes. about that this week. Uh, of course. Yeah, and just the very fine tilth, isn't mm. it, in your actual yeah. garden there? Um, Absolutely. Exactly right. So whether it does anything or not, I don't know, but uh, it keeps me happy, Jake, I've got to say. Just yeah. mixing that soil. <laughs> it doesn't take a lot to keep me happy, really, but just mixing that Good soil, one. just for the when, when, when I start potting on and, and all yeah. this kind of stuff uh, and everything else, really. So, yeah, you're right, that, and, that, and that soil... I suppose it depends on where you are and on your soil structure, but it does hold yeah. the moisture a little bit better, doesn't it, there? So that's yeah. that's certainly one thing, isn't it, that you could do? Yeah. Another thing I thought of was uh, uh, mulching your pots. I quite often yeah. mulch pots with um, either slate or gravel, and that uh, reduces the amount of evaporation from your pots. Yeah, and just keeps it all in, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. also... Um, something I mentioned in a previous show was about watering, yeah. uh, about not just tickling the top with water, oh, yeah, giving yeah. it a thorough soak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was listening to, uh, uh, I think it's called Inside Science on Radio 4 the other day, and okay. they were talking about uh, growing tolerant, uh, drought-tolerant crops. Yes. And one way to do that is as the plant is growing, things like tomatoes, etc., thoroughly water them. Yeah. And then let them dry out before you thoroughly water them again. again. Ah, right. Yes. And it, it makes them more drought tolerant. Yeah. I, I, there's got to be some sense in that, isn't it? I think if you sort of mollycoddle them a bit too much, they get. Yeah. They just want that all the time, don't they? You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And I, and I yeah. think Monty a was bit talking about. like a spoiled about, teenager. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and I think Monty was talking about that, wasn't he, on, on Garden as well? It must have been a, yes. a week or two ago. Um, yeah. About just giving them a good soak every, I don't know, every three days or whatever, um, yeah. rather than, you know, any more frequent than that. So, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe there's something in there. So a few things that, that Jane can do there. Um, other than that, uh, if you've got a good neighbour. Yeah, um, very good point. Ask them. Uh, that, that, that's the thing, isn't it? Or, yeah. uh, I don't know what you think. I think you've got to be careful, haven't you? But standing uh, your pots or your trays in, in trays of water... Exactly, um, or, or maybe using capillary action where yeah. you use something like a towel to draw water up into the plants. Yeah. Or you can get those self-watering pots. I've got sweet peas in one of those, and uh, th there's a yeah. reservoir in the bottom of water for them to draw on. Yeah, so lots of um, uh, hints and tips there for you, Jane. Uh, talking about uh, sweet peas, I've grown them for the first time for years uh, this year on the allotment. Yeah. So, oh right, um, excellent. I haven't uh, haven't grown them for a, for a few years now, so I thought, no, I'll uh, yeah, I will because they're great, aren't they? You can just yeah, I love the smell. Them. Yeah, and uh, just to bring back to the house, and uh, yeah, uh, they're beautiful, aren't they? So, uh, so there you go, Jane. You can either yeah uh, use plenty of tips there, or as Jake says, yeah. just take a winter holiday, and all your troubles <laughs> are over. Uh, really so um okay and i've got one more question here mm -hmm. and that's from sarah from preston to yeah. say uh yeah this was on email to say um have you got any tips for avoiding black fly on broad beans my crop was smothered with them last year so 
black fly. Yeah, I've had that before. That's uh, that mm-hmm. can be a bit devastating. Certainly the old, can. Um, uh, the old broad beans there. So, any tips for that? Um, I uh, I usually pinch out the top couple of inches where the black fly seemed to start out. Yeah. Um, but almost I, I tender use, shoots uh, there, isn't it? Yeah, at the top, uh, but yeah. I also use soapy water in a in a spray bottle as well. That seems to uh, deter them. Ah, right, just like you do for your roses and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I think the thing is just keeping a keeping a close eye, isn't it? As soon as you see mm. any at all, then yeah. just check it out every day if you have the time. Yeah, that is. So uh, yeah, spray it soapy water or just. Uh, pinch them off with your fingers, rub your fingers up up the stems and take them off. Yeah, or, or give them pinch, a squash. Yeah, pinch out that fleshy kind of uh, um, growing tips there. Yeah, that's it. Talking of giving things a squash, just before we started recording, yeah. I, fa- I found a couple of um, uh, red lily beetles, so, so um, they, oh. they are no more. <laughs> Right, yeah. So, were they in your back in your back garden? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Was, yeah. Um, so they, they're something to watch. They can strip things quickly, can't they? They can. Now, do they attack the roots of uh, lilies and and, uh, and and those species of plants? Is that how they operate? Uh, they generally strip the leaves. I think. Oh, do they? Ah, right. I thought they attacked the roots. I'm, I'm thinking of something else there. But uh, ah, yeah. Okay. Be careful of those. I've got some lilies coming up in the front, and they're spectacular, actually, when they come up. But oh, uh, them, yeah, and touch wood, they've been uh, uh, they've been spared since we've mm. uh, been in this house, anyway. But I've had a problem before in with yeah. them in pots, you know. Uh, so uh-huh. I've got to got to be careful there. So uh, yeah. that was Sarah from Preston. So uh, what do we say there? You can rub them off, keep your eye on them, spray them with soapy water. Um, or what else did we say? Oh, pinch out the uh, the tips, isn't it? The growing tips. Yeah. Uh, if you think, and of course, ladybirds love black fly as oh, well. Oh, they do. They're so, our friend in the garden. They are. They are. And what say? What's the collective noun for uh, ladybirds? I have no idea. You like this one? A loveliness. <laughs> A loveliness. Oh, I remember you were hearing yeah. that years ago. That's wonderful, that. A, yeah. A loveliness of uh, ladybirds. That's what you want, yeah. Sarah. So, um... Oh, another tip for ladybirds is that yeah. they like to uh, lay their eggs and their young ones like nettles. So I always leave a few nettles somewhere at the back yeah. of the garden for the ladybirds. Yeah, yeah. Well, my back garden here at, at, at home... We back yeah. onto some fields, and the other side of the fence, it, it, it's quite wild, you know, brambles yes. and whatever, whatever. And, uh, yeah, we leave all that lot uh, there. And, of course, you can use your nettles as well. Of course, yeah. don't, don't pinch too many for um, a good feed, can't you? Oh, you can. Nettle tea, grand high nitrogen feed. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what else is it? The names just uh, escape me, Jake. And um, something else you can make your own feed from. Comfrey. Uh, Comfrey, yeah. Yeah, I do uh, that all the time. Yeah, I've got a massive plant down on the allotment that I just, every now and again, um, just take the leaves off and make a, Mm -hmm. it takes about three weeks or so. I don't know how long yours takes. And how do you dilute that then, uh, Um, from that that kind of soup that you make? Once I've made, yeah. Uh, I usually uh, put about a mugful in a nine litre watering can. Okay, yeah. So a mug, a mugful. I'm just trying to think. So that's probably what uh, a one to ten dilution, or something like that, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not too, not too strong then. Uh, 
the the smell is a bit off-putting, isn't it? That's the trouble. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, if people are worried about the smell, you can just use the leaves as a mulch. Oh, can you? No, I've never done that. Right, yeah. Ah. It, uh, you, you don't get the smell. It doesn't work instantly because it has to rot down yes. into the ground but um particularly for things like potatoes i've been told before that if you put them in the put put it in the trenches when you yeah. plant your potatoes it's fabulous for those oh fantastic oh i never never heard of that before so mm. um so that's that's a good one and how do you make your your um comfrey just i just strip um the leaves fill a, yeah. a bucket up Mm-hmm. Uh, there and uh, fill it from water. Put a brick on the top yeah. to submerge all the leaves. Stick a lid yeah. on it, of course, because it does stink a bit. Oh, it um, does. <laughs> put it in the far corner of your allotment or your mm-hmm. your back garden, and I mean the far corner because of the sm- <laughs> <laughs> the smell. And about three weeks later, you've got this fantastic feed for your tomatoes and yeah. everything. Really, absolutely, it's absolutely. brilliant for tomatoes because there's so so much potassium in it. Exactly, yeah, and that of course that brings them on, doesn't it? And the fruits yeah. uh, production and everything else. So, uh, right. yeah. So there you go. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so Sarah started asking about um, black fly, and we ended up with comfrey. I don't know how that happened, Jake, <laughs> but there you go. That's that's what happens when gardeners get talking. It is. It is. So that was um, okay. Any questions from your side? They're the only two I've got uh, uh, at the I've, moment. I've not received any this month, but make sure that you send them in for next month, and we'll make sure that uh, we we get them answered to the best of our yeah. abilities. Yeah, of course we will. So now then, our email address, and that is skywaveradiouk at gmail dot com. At skywaveradiouk at gmail.com and you can um, uh, also send your messages to uh, Jake if you like via Jake's um, Facebook page which is Gardening Tips from the Village Idiot Gardening Tips from the Village Idiot now uh, talking about your Facebook page uh, Mm -hmm. Jake uh, Naked Gardening oh that was a bit nippy (laughs) well there's certain pictures going around the internet as we speak I right. You, <laughs> please tell me you had some clothes on there. Oh, uh, or, or did you I really want do to the... ru- ruin the illusion? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I will be hundred percent honest. It was far too cold to do the full Monty, even though I am from Sheffield. So uh, I copped out, even as a northerner, and uh, I did have a few items on. <laughs> I did. Oh, good. Don't, stop. Don't frighten I the. Don't frighten the neighbours there, Jim. Uh, and when was that? That was yeah. early May, wasn't it? I think was it the first Saturday of May. May I think they was, have yeah, it. yes. Yeah, particularly chilly day. Why they don't do it in late July and August? I have no idea. So maybe that, that's a suggestion for the organisers for future years to well, do it, it when it's warmer. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think they used to do it in October. You know, when it very first started, mm-hmm. and then they they brought it, you know, round to uh, to springtime. Uh, yeah. Now, so um, yeah, perhaps a little bit later, and. Uh, yeah, I don't think I... Well, that was my excuse. It was a bit cold and um, yeah. and, and blowy, really. But being a redhead, um, I don't yeah. expose myself, for want of a better yeah, word, very often. I have to wear factor 5,000 whenever I go out. I can get sunburnt on bonfire night anyway. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You're the same as me. You're the same as me. Well, at least you, you participated... Jake, that's yeah, more than I yeah, did. Yeah, to a certain extent, yeah. yeah. And uh, also, um, I, th- I think the reason they might, they might have done it in spring rather than October is that there's more foliage to have more suitable <laughs> photographs. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Just to, just to cover yourself up 
Absolutely. A little bit. We'll leave it at that, I think. Yes. But you didn't do any pruning, I take it, while you were um, in a state of uh, undress. Uh, no, and I didn't go anywhere near the brambles either. No, good, good man, good man. Okay, so there are questions. So thank you, Jane, yeah. and thank you, Sarah, for yeah, thank those. You very much. Uh, much appreciated. So next month then. So we're into uh, into June. Mm. In June, I think the weather forecast is uh, is looking fairly good, isn't it for uh, for June? Right. I think it's yeah. going to warm up a little bit. Mm. So yeah. uh, what will be happening down in Derbyshire then, uh, Jake? Well, my big job coming up is uh, planting uh, brassicas, um, yep. planting out, planting out the cabbages, the calabrese, the sprouts, yep. the kale, the broccoli, and something I've invested in is I bought fifty meters of blue piping and one hundred and fifty ah. square meters of scaffolding net because if you use that, it is far cheaper than buying the tailor-made nets that you can get online that cost an absolute fortune. Oh, right. Okay. So what, what netting was that again? Just run that past uh, us. Uh, scaffolding netting. Uh, you can buy it uh, one one metre wide, two metre wide. I've bought three metre wide yeah. so that it can go over things like Brussels sprouts and kale when it gets really tall. Yeah, which it does, of course. We sometimes forget yes. about that, don't we? That how, how tall it can go. And then you, yeah. your, your netting doesn't fit, does it? And it's all yeah. loose and everything else. So so, uh, and all the uh, pigeons get underneath. Yeah. <laughs> so scaffolding netting then. I don't think I've come mm. across that. What What's the kind of mesh size then? Is it Is it, is uh, it small? It, it's very small. It'd be perfect for keeping carrot fly out of anywhere as well because oh, really? because it, it, it's so fine. But it, it also uh, allow uh, allows the uh, the breeze through. So it, so it's not going to blow away like yeah, my yeah. polytunnel well, did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and also it lets the moisture through as well. So um, oh great. It, it, if we have a typical British summer, you won't have to water your brassicas once they settled in. Oh, fantastic! Well, that's good. Good to know. So, um, so you got that in. Of course, they need um, healing in well, don't they? As well, your, your brassicas oh, they do, for yeah. the um, uh, to stand any um, wind rock. Yeah, that that's that's one of the advantages of the way that I garden because I don't disturb the soil. It's solid as a rock when it grows in the ground. Great. Um, uh, but yeah, like you say, uh, no matter what what way people garden, um, you, you have to kind of really heal them in well, don't yes. you, to stop them uh, get get stop yourself getting blown sprouts, as they say. <laughs> and and the, the blue piping—that's the, uh, the the water piping you're talking about, yes, there, isn't it? You can get it from is, your, yeah. your hardware stores. Yeah, uh, great stuff. So, anything else that uh, that you're up to there, Jake? Um, well, I said I'd be uh, net, uh, netting. I'll be netting yeah. strawberries as well. Yes. Keeping up with hoeing the weeds. Um, yeah, that never stops. Plant, planting out. Think, um, uh, you can still plant out things like squashes and courgettes, even though I've got mine out. Yeah. Um, um, sweet peas will be growing up. Um, yep. If people haven't done already, they need to get the supports up for the climbing beans. Uh, um, yes. Successional sowing of salads. Um, Just to keep everything going. Yep. Oh, exactly. Yeah, it's a good time for taking cuttings as well. Like you mentioned about roses, it's a really good time for that. Um, isn't that easy God. to do? You know. Yeah. And uh, and we were talking about Christine Walton, weren't we? Before. Yeah. And um, she demonstrated so simply about taking rose cuttings. Yes. And yeah. I thought, I've got to give that a go. And I'm not a great lover of roses. Right. Uh-huh. I can hear people booing as we speak now. But <laughs> I mean, I've got some in the garden, but I'm not a real great fan. I love climbing right. roses and ramblers. Yes. Uh, I do like those. And, and I thought, I'll give this a go. 
you mm. know, and because um, I had to move some. We had some trees uh, pruned and, and yes. stuff done in the garden and everything else. And I thought, well, I'd, in case um, everything upsets them and everything, and I lose yeah. them, I'll take some cuttings. And pretty much every one of them took, yeah. you know, and I, I've just got a little Excellent. bed on the allotment yeah. Uh, when I put them, and just left them, and left them to it, and uh, and then the following year, some uh, you can just see the buds breaking out and uh, and the roots forming, and they were fantastic. Yeah, really. there's nothing. I, I don't think there's anything more satisfying than growing things yourself from seed, from cuttings, yeah. from divisions, anything like that. Absolutely right, and and especially with roses because they're pretty expensive. Yeah, to yeah buy, they are. They? Yeah. And uh, and if you've got a favourite rose there or something that's a bit special, then uh, yeah. then just do it. Yeah. And uh, my Gertrude Jekyll is the pride of my garden. <laughs> really? Oh, fantastic! And what colour is that? Uh, it, it's a pink rose. Generally, okay. my my favourite roses are, are red, like Falstaff and Zephyrin okay. Ruin. Yes. But for some reason, just like um, Chris Beardshaw, I really think there's something special about the uh, Gertrude Jekyll shrub rose. Um, yeah, Chris. I've mentioned it before. Chris Beardshaw says if you have one shr- shrub in your garden, make it a Gertrude Jekyll. Really? It flowers for six, seven, eight, even nine. Well, I'm exaggerating. Six, seven months of the year, it comes really? out fabulous. Gosh. Take some cut. Take a cutting for me of that, Jake. I certainly will. There you go. <laughs> I'll pick it up sometime. And, yeah. Uh, no, I'd love that. That that would yeah. be terrific. Really, so yeah, take take your cuttings, but roses dead simple to do. So give that yeah. give that a whirl. And there's loads of things uh, on online, isn't it, to show you on these? Yeah. Just go into to YouTube or whatever, and uh, uh, and they take you through step by step. But uh, yeah. I think all you got to do is just um, uh, cut it below a uh, a bud. Uh, yeah. Make sure you put it in the ground the right way. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it sounds that, but you, yeah, make sure you know which way. And I think uh, Christine said cut cut the top at an angle, so you know the, the one yep. at the top is the is the top. Uh, and then it goes. Um, how deep do you plant yours, Jake? Four um, inches, six inches, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I usually have about two thirds at least under the ground of yeah. of the cutting. Yeah. That's it. Uh, push them in, leave them. Yep. Forget about them, and then um, a year or so, you might just be lucky. Absolutely, and if if you grow plenty of them, sell sell them at your local show. That's it. Yeah, raise some money for something. Exactly. Uh, some good yeah. causes. Good stuff. Dead right. Good stuff. So, uh, anything else, Jake? That you're up to? Uh, I'll be uh, starting to thin thin out seedlings that are coming up because obviously it's not always possible to perfectly sow. Um, the distances that you're meant to do also yes. and um also uh, not everything not every seed grows so I, yeah, I, yeah. I tend to slightly over sow sometimes and then thin out but then obviously you've got to be careful of carrot root fly if you're thinning out carrots so yes. uh, keep, yeah. keep them projected and yeah. cabbage root fly i'll be watching out for as well i like to put the uh, cardboard collars around them to stop them laying their eggs at the base uh, now i've n- i've never had a problem with um uh, carrot root fly at all. Mm, I grow. That's good. Uh, I, I have trouble growing carrots in uh, my raised beds on the allotment, so I grow yeah. them in uh, in containers, big mm-hmm. deep troughs. Um, yes. I've got there, uh, and they do really well in that. And and touch wood, I've not that, yeah. not had a problem. Whether it's the height of the troughs yeah. or whatever, I don't know. It might be something to yeah. do with that, but uh, or just just luck 
really, but they're, it's they're great. well above the flight path. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, probably, probably is there, and that's right. Yeah. Um, so what have I, uh, what am I up to? I've got mm. uh, chilies I need to pot on. Oh, uh, me too. Yeah. Next month as well. Um, I've got what else? Have I got come out sweet corn, of course. Mm-hmm. So that's come out the propagator. That's in the greenhouse as we, um, as we speak. There, so that will be going out this month as well. Um, Mm. French beans, I think we were talking about those before, and dwarf beans. So the sticks are up and tied up, so uh, they'll be going out probably in a week, um, a week or two as well. So, do you you use the um, um, bamboo canes, or do you do? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. um, if I could find somewhere locally that, that does mm. uh, bean poles, I, I would invest yeah. in those because they, they uh-huh. just do look really good, don't they? And they just last, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, if I yeah. had to buy some, just last weekend, buy some more bamboo canes because, the yeah. you know, you reuse them year after year and you push them in the ground. The next thing, you know, they've snapped, haven't they? And, yeah. you're on, <laughs> and yeah. all the rest of it. So uh, I have to, to get a few more. But I think bean poles just look the part, don't they? Yeah. Really. Oh, they look fabulous. So uh, so that's that. They'll be going mm-hmm. out. Um, and just looking forward to looking forward to these strawberries, Jake, I've oh, got to say. Oh, yes. Because, as I said, the flowers are just phenomenal there at, at the mm. moment. Just a sea of, of uh, beautiful white flowers and, and uh, yeah. the few of the uh, uh the fruits forming so uh looks like it's going to be a good a good old year there yeah they're one of the most delicious things and they can grow it, it is and it's, there's nothing better is there when you you pick them and they're, they're warm mm. from the sun oh, as well wow. and, yes. and it's just Heavenly. the flavor isn't it it's like yeah. nothing else really mm-hmm. um uh, gooseberries uh, and i've got uh, mm-hmm. my two new red currants as well which i'm looking forward to but they're Fabulous. a little way off but the they're doing terrific yeah. actually mm-hmm. they've really um uh come into their own and now i'm filling out uh, quite a lot yeah. so but that's that they're a little way off yet and lots of weeding yeah. of course yeah. that it's going a yeah. bit mad oh, oh, oh. yeah yeah <laughs> and that's a trouble isn't it when you go away yeah. for a week or a long weekend yeah. or whatever um you come back and they seem to have um uh just taken over in some places so uh it's just yeah, keeping definitely. on keeping on with that Really? Yeah. So something, Jake- something that I do to uh, reduce the amount of weeds is um, I, I, I use um, the weed matting, which I reuse, so I'm yeah. not waste, wasting plastic. Yes. And I burn holes through it with a weed burner and plant through that. Yeah, you know, I think I saw that on your on your Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah, you will have, yeah. <laughs> it, it won't ignite, will it, and, and, and burn the whole lot? <laughs> You do have to watch it, make sure, but, but make sure it's not still burning. It is, yeah. I'll be a bit careful of that, Jake. <laughs> health and safety and all that, you know health what I mean. Health and safety, uh, yeah. which is bizarre because I'm health and safety manager at work as well, so I should be aware of that. There you go. <laughs> have, have water at hand. Uh, yes, yeah, a good bucket full, just in case. Definitely. Well, Jake, we are at the pretty much the end of our show uh, wow. for another month. That's another uh, hour that's gone like a flash really so that is just about all the time we have uh time yeah. for this show our next show will be sunday the 30th of june june already sunday the wow. 30th of june so if you've got any gardening questions uh, as we said send them through to our email which is skywaveradiouk at gmail.com that's skywaveradiouk at gmail 
Com, or you can message Jake as we said before and just remind us again gardening tips from the village idiots there we go so get your questions in or anything any topics you want us to uh, have a chat about on the show okay we then Jake about that's about anything. it <laughs> okay enjoy your gardening for June have yep, fun I knew my friend okay you have a good one cheerio everybody everybody bye bye now bye bye <laughs> You've been listening to Digging the Dirt, the allotment show with Russ and Jake on Skywave Radio.